politics, pop culture, and a whole bunch of other things that start with the letter P. The Mark Harvard Podcast. Who knew that optimism could sound so sarcastic? Hey, 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 welcome in to episode 51 of the Mark Harvard Podcast. It's episode 51, and we are starting into the homeward stretch toward 100 episodes. That's right. Well, I mean, last week was 50, and so, you know, mathematically speaking, there we go. Lots to talk about today. Uh, we got some uh, things involving the Ukraine. We, you know, we're at that point with the Ukrainian situation where we're starting to see some of those real, some of those those real stories where people are helping each other, and I love that. It kind of goes back to that whole uh, Mister Rogers thing, where you know, some a little kid. I, I'm probably butchering this story, but a little kid asked him about what you know, what can we do when it comes to uh, 9/11? I believe he was talking about, and he said, uh, "Look for the helpers." And we're seeing the helpers in this now. And, uh, you know, we're, of course, praying for everyone in the Ukraine like everyone else on the planet is. And uh, I've got some news in, in just a little bit about how some people are really stepping out big. And I figured out some really cool ways to help out over there. Also, Hank the Tank is a giant bear, and we're going to talk about how Hank the Tank actually uh, he, he managed to get off of a, uh, of a, of a break-in and entry charge. Using DNA evidence. I know, right? Also, uh, a way some, that some churches are actually finding ways to really help those that, that are less fortunate and need the help. And my wife and I, we went to go see Batman. We'll talk about that. And finally, a rock legend. One of the most manly men in rock Finds we find out that uh, he's been dealing with a disability this whole time, and no one knew about it until now. So, all that's coming up, and a whole lot more. It's the Mark Harvard podcast. But first, let me just tell you, I had a conversation earlier today, actually, with a friend of mine, and we we're talking about ways that you kind of keep your own sanity if you've got a family. Now, you know, we love our families, we really do, and it's very easy for you to have your entire life devoted to them. It should be. My kids, or my kid, is is one of my, is like the most important part of my life. My kid, my my wife, that my family, I love them more than anything. I would use myself as a human shield in front of either one of them. That being said, sometimes you need some time away. You need some exhale time. Whether that's time in the car, whether that's time in uh, in, you know, by yourself to recharge, and I get that a lot of times, at least one day a week, I'll have a day where it's kind of a light day. My wife and my, my, my wife's at work, kids at school, and I've got some time just to sit down and, you know, do a few things around the house, putter around and just kind of do whatever I want. And it's, it's good times. But all that leads up to the most, I guess, soul replenishing time of my week is Saturday mornings. And I'll tell you why. We have what we have, what we're calling the greatest morning ever routine. And it's something that my wife and I agree is the best thing for our family, is the best thing that we do for, you know, for Jack. We love it. And so we get up in the morning on Saturday morning, just whenever we want to get up. Usually with Jack, that lets us sleep till about 7.30 or 8. So we get up. And we, we, you know, watch some, turn some, turn some cartoons on, watch some cartoons and we get dressed and we go to the gym, 
we go to the gym and there's they've got a, a like a child's area that has you know someone's they're watching the kids and they get to play all together and Jack has a blast seeing all of his friends on Saturday mornings getting to play with them he loves it Meanwhile, Jenny and I are overworking out. We've started working out like many people have at the beginning of the year. She and I joined a gym, started working out. And, uh, you know, we do our full workout. About an hour and a half later, we go back. We pick up Jack from the, uh, from the, uh, um, the kids' area. And we get changed into our swimsuits. And we go to the pool. Our, our gym has a covered, like one of those big bubble top pools. Uh, we go out there. At that point of the day, there is no one else there. We've done this multiple times at each time. We have been the only three in the pool, and it is fantastic. And we're trying, you know, Jack is five. He's we're, we're going to do swimming lessons with him this summer, but we're trying to get him used to the water while still being respectful of the water. So we've got a, a life jacket on, and the life jacket is enough to keep him buoyant. And so he, we've been working with him on how to, you know, kick your feet and move your hands and swim through the water. And this kid is just all about it. I mean, he loves it. It is the best. And so we play in the water, the three of us. He gets the attention of both me and my wife, which he loves. And we all play. We talk while we're sitting there in the water. We, we, you know, we, we laugh. We have fun. It's, it's great. And it, we leave there. We go by and grab some lunch on the way home. By the time we get home, Jack is just completely tuckered out for a nap. And we have, you know, the makings of a great afternoon there after he gets up from his nap. It puts our Saturday on the right track, and it absolutely is just the most refueling time. And I never would have said going to the gym was going to you know, refuel me, but it absolutely does. I say all that to get to because you're probably wondering, Mark, why do I care? Um, there is an importance to finding that sort of, uh, of thing for you in your life. And if you don't have kids, there's an importance of finding that sort of thing just for you personally. I mean, I've been single. You know, I, you know, I was single, then I was married, then I was single for again, again for a bit, and then I was married again. Um, when I'm single, it is real easy for me to withdraw from 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 life. It really is, and it it takes you finding something that doesn't just isn't just restful, but is refueling. And sometimes that might be donating your time to a local charity. That might be pouring yourself into projects. That might be pouring, you know, doing something that makes you feel like you're just completely full. And and I'm saying this outside of a faith thing. I mean, obviously, you know, you, you worship God, you pray. A prayer life is a, is a very important part of that. But it's finding those things in your life that will refuel you. And I I encourage you to do that so 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 much. Um, for my kid, it might be soccer. Yeah, Jack's playing soccer now. He's a soccer star. My brother played soccer. Um, I played it for like a year when I was little, and I was awful at it. But apparently, Jack has my brother's genes. And you know, my my brother played soccer in high school and in college, and uh, was a soccer coach uh, for a while. You know, in as an adult, and it's uh, yeah, it's in it's on that side of the family. So I'm glad he's got it because he loves it. We actually went and bought some new. Uh, new shin guards this week good stuff um i don't know if you've heard about this well i guess you have obviously you've heard about what's going on in the ukraine with russia and all that and we're getting day by day updates and i'm not going to go into a, a lot of that because you know by the time you hear this depending on when you get it that information might be um out of date it's hard to do break unless i do a daily podcast which i don't have 
the bandwidth to do. I'd love to, but I don't have the bandwidth to do. Um, unless I do that, I, there's no way for me to speak intelligently about what's going on in the Ukraine on like a date on like you know a breaking news basis. But what I can do is the important part from for us over here in the in the United States, and that is to talk about where we see the helpers, where are the people that are helping the situation, going above and beyond. Well, I found this story, and this is just awesome. So, you know, Russia's invasion of the Ukraine, it's continuing on, and, you know, we're, we're, we're dealing with daily news coming out, and some of it's accurate, some of it not so much. Airbnb, of all people, has taken the initiative, and they've, and they've, they've kind of started this process where they can offer free housing to 100,000 refugees from the conflict, but you can pitch in by booking a place in a Ukrainian town. Yeah, the money will go directly to whoever is renting the property, offering a small but meaningful infusion of cash at a difficult time. Social media was flooded with stories of Ukrainian residents grateful for the money. Here's one. Here's one that's in the article. Yesterday, I shared an idea to support Ukraine by booking rooms for rent on Airbnb. 24 hours later, hundreds of people are booking Airbnbs in Ukraine as a way to send immediate monetary assistance to people in hard-hit areas. What they do is they go find these areas that you know are getting hit the hardest, people that are were already not super wealthy, and we're going to book their Airbnb. We're not going to the Ukraine. That's, you know, it's a war zone. But the messages coming back are like, Dear Jennifer, I guess Jennifer was the name of the person that um, that did the actual uh, the thing. I'm crying. I'm just crying right now. I'm shocked. I'm incredibly grateful for your support. I have no words, only thank you. Uh, another one. Hey, Heather, your help in your letter moved me to tears. I reread your letter several times and weep with happiness. It has everything that is very important now. Love, support. It gives additional strength. I am incredibly happy to meet new friends, and I invite you to our free country after the war, your friend, Elena. Um, the next one. Thank you, Rachel. Hope we will win and stop this horror. Where the apartment is located is a half point last uh, three days. Is a hot point last three days. Our soldiers stopped three waves of Russian tanks moving to Kiev in Irpin, and this is our glory. I promise to use your donation for charity and provide my apartment for free accommodation for those who lost their homes. Man alive. This is this is people thinking outside the box. And yes, I hate that term, but it absolutely fits here. They're speaking outside they're, they're working outside the box, thinking outside the box, and they are doing so much good. There's no um charity that's going to, you know, skim off the top. There's no question where the money's going to. To make matters even better, Airbnb has agreed to waive all fees. For anyone booking in the Ukraine. So all the money you spend goes directly to that renter. They say we appreciate the generosity of our community during this moment of crisis. Airbnb is also waiving all guests and host fees on all bookings in the Ukraine at this time. So Airbnb is just offering a framework. They're not making any money off this. And if you want to get in on it, go for it. Keep in mind, a lot of Airbnbs are leased by companies that may not even be based in Ukraine. So read the you know the home and apartment description to make sure it's a real person 
or a family running the Airbnb instead of a corporation. Of course, there are no shortage of ways to help. You know, there's World Vision, Red Cross, UNICEF, all kinds of, of play people and their uh, umcor. They're, uh, are, they're, they're accepting donations to provide both for the immediate needs of the Ukrainian refugees at the border and to help strategize long-term solutions for resettlement. Because a lot of these people, they're not their home's not even standing anymore. They're going to need long-term stuff. And this is just awesome. I am so, my, this warms my heart to see this. Um, how else are you seeing? the? Are you seeing more stories like this? Are you seeing anything like this? Send me an email, mark, M-A-R-K, at markharvardcreative.com. Uh, you can also leave it on social media. I just posted uh, yesterday, I just posted the uh, the story over to the Mark Harvard uh, podcast uh, Facebook page. And I'd love to, uh, to get your thoughts on that as well. Uh, stick around. When we get back, we're going to do a quick movie review of, of The Batman. Also, we're going to talk about how churches are going above and beyond to help those that are less fortunate here in the States. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool story. Stick around for that. It's the Mark Harvard Podcast, y'all. The Mark Harvard Podcast. I can't tell you how thrilled we are to continue our relationship with Excalibur Service Company. They are the people that I use in my house, and they're who I suggest you use in your house for all your home needs. Air conditioning, heating, duct cleaning, indoor air quality checks. These are the guys that can take care of it. They also offer emergency plumbing service because, you know, Plumbing doesn't break in the middle of, an, of a Saturday afternoon. You no, know, it always happens in the middle of the night or when you least need it to uh, to be breaking. They're the folks you call. Like I said, they're who I trust my family is to, and they're who you should trust as well. It's Excalibur Services. Give them a call, 205 205- 352-4160. It's 205-352-4160. Or you can find them online, ExcaliburService.com. And tell them you heard about them right here on the Mark Harvard Podcast. Old World Lumiere Candle Company has been with the Mark Harvard Podcast since the very beginning. And let me tell you how happy we are. You can get all kinds of scents, guys, to make your house smell great. And they aren't just your frou-frou floral stuff. Guys can get candles like bourbon or leather, and they come in these really cool glass containers. Check them out. Everything they've got is at owlcandlecompany.com. And tell them I sent you. It's Old World Lumiere Candle Company. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and online at markharvardcreative.com. The Mark Harvard Podcast. We are back. It is the Mark Harvard Podcast. Hey, don't forget to support our sponsors, the people that make this podcast uh, possible. Excalibur Service Company. If you're in North and Central Alabama, these are the guys to call to make sure your house is safe and is comfortable and is just the lovely place that you want it to be. They, they, they take care of my house. With HVAC, they take care of my house with electrical, and they also do emergency plumbing. I haven't had to use them for that yet, but I know who to call, you know? Um, Excalibur Service Company, they are the best, and they also have these really awesome plans that you can sign up for. We signed up for it. We use it in my house where they come out twice a year. They do a, a service call, and you get a, dis- a discount off all, of the, all the other services. It's awesome. I, now that I've told you all the reasons and all the things they do, Give them a call. Tell them you heard about them on the Mark Harvard Podcast, 205-718-8688, 205-718-8688. 
888-888. And uh, like I said before, don't forget to tell them you heard about them right here on the Mark Harvard podcast. So a lot of churches do a lot of missions work. I mean, I work at a church. I know that we do. We do a lot of missions work. It's a. It's basically one of the central themes of Christianity is to help people. So across the U.S., houses of worship own thousands of acres of land to do with, you know, as they please. Sometimes it's land just sitting off to the side, you know, in case we do that big building project uh, in a couple of years, in case we need to build a, a youth wing or something like that. There's a company, though, that's called Enterprise Community Partners, and they're a national nonprofit. They've announced an $8.5 million grant from the Wells Fargo Foundation to help houses of worship convert underutilized land into affordable homes and community facilities. It's pretty interesting. The grants are going to help build roughly 6,000 affordable homes. Uh, the effort was launched by Atlanta First United Methodist Church and Atlanta Mayor Andre Dickens said uh, meet my to meet my administration's ambitious goal of creating or preserving 20,000 units of affordable housing, we're going to need the assistance of all facets of our community and using all the tools at our disposal. Now, Reports are showing that roughly 580,000 individuals are currently homeless and 7 million Americans are in need of better affordable housing. And the average cost of a house in America is $453,700. And that number can be a little steep, don't you think? Yep. <laughs> Much higher depending on where you're located. So thousands of empty acres are currently underutilized and Enterprise, the company, wants to partner with churches to ensure safe and affordable housing for communities in need. In the Atlanta area alone, Enterprise is going to help about 15 churches create 1,000 affordable homes over the next five years. The nonprofit organization is going to assist faith leaders in handling the de development process, uh, doing long-term ground leases agreements and referring them to trusted architects and designers and service people to make sure everybody is you know, getting good work done. So Enterprise's faith-based development initiative, it began years ago in like 06. But over the last 15 years, the nonprofit has helped faith-based organizations establish more than 1,500 affordable homes and one community-based health clinic. This is pretty cool because I think about, you know, I've worked in and out of churches. I've worked in, you know, in the church ecosystem for, for, year, for a few years now. And I, I, I see stories like this. And I think, man, so many of the churches I've worked at had extra land that they were holding on to. And this is absolutely a way a church can be a church for the community. So, I mean, I'm going to pass this along to some folks. Absolutely. So, and, and I think, you know, if you're, maybe you're a decision maker at a church, I'm not saying you have to do this exact thing, but it's something to look at. It's absolutely something you can you should you know take a look at and figure out. Okay, this is a different way we can help our community. We can be part of our community, be part of the people around us, and help them on an individual and life changing basis. Because once you get somebody in a home, then they can stop worrying about that and look at other parts of their lives to try to try to get back together. Maybe they can start to. Uh, um, you know, working on employment, working on counseling, working on these other things that they couldn't before because they were just trying to figure out where their, the roof over their head was going to come from. So absolutely good stuff. Good stuff. Speaking of good stuff, my wife and I had a date night Friday night. Uh, have you seen the Batman? 
and I and I, I've I've seen like all of the movies. Michael Keaton, uh, you know the Christopher Nolan ones. All yeah, um, the and those were good. We saw the Batman, and I gotta tell you, I going in, I was a little skeptical because you know Twilight guy, but it it really was. And I heard this, I heard this description before, and I kind of raised my eyebrow, but it's absolutely accurate. It's like you're watching a crime thriller like a seven or something like that, the protagonist just happens to have a cape and a, and a mask on. It, it's, a, it's a detective movie. It, it really is. They locked in on the detective part of it. Now, granted, there are a few fist fights and that sort of thing, but for the most part, though, it's him figuring out problems and figuring out puzzles and, and doing that stuff. It's action. It's thriller. It's, it's really good, y'all. I mean, I... I don't do this a lot, but you know it's it was really really good. So yeah, I, it gets Mark's seal of, of approval. We enjoyed it, my wife and I. It's long. I will tell you, I I missed about a couple of minutes of it in the middle of it because you know I'm a 45 year old guy, and I, I had to go to the restroom. <laughs> it's three hours long. I had to get up. Yeah, so I, I would I would warn you maybe uh you know don't don't have water with dinner before you go. Don't have, you know, don't drink so much with it um, before you go because you might miss a little bit. And you don't want to because it's nonstop. There's always something going on. Uh, I got back from the bathroom. My wife leaned over and whispered what I missed. And there was, like, pieces I missed. Like, oh, I hate I missed that. That sounds awesome. So, yeah, absolutely. There's my tip and my review. Coming up after the break, a rock and roll superstar apparently fighting deafness. And it's not who you think. It's not Pete Townsend. It's someone else. Yeah, that's coming up in just a few. Stick around for that. Also, we've got some pretty cool folks coming on the podcast very, very soon. And you are also going to want to be a part of that. So, all that and more coming up on the podcast. Stick around. It's the Mark Harvard Podcast. The Mark Harvard Podcast. You know, life is not always easy to navigate, and that's where our friends at All Things New Counseling Services, that's where they step in. They're going to help you get through some tough times. This time of year, people are looking at themselves. They're starting to think about all the things that they want to have a little different, and sometimes that goes hand in hand with some depression, some anxiety, some stress. The gang over at All Things New Counseling Services can help you out with that. Charmin and her team have an area of expertise that includes bipolar disorder, depression, eating disorders, substance abuse, PTSD, and trauma. And guess what? They also do telehealth. So no matter where you are, you've got someone who's there to listen and help you through some of those low times in life. Go ahead, check them out online, allthingsnewcounselingservices.com, and tell them that you heard about them right here on the Mark Harvard Podcast. Winter is here, and now is a great time to jazz up your winter wardrobe with some new gear from the Mark Harvard Podcast Store. Get hoodies, sweatshirts, long-sleeve tees, and more. Plus, you can get mugs for your hot coffee or tea. All kinds of great winter gear at the Mark Harvard Podcast Store. Go get it at markharvardcreative.com. That's markharvardcreative.com. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and online at markharvardcreative.com. The Mark Harvard Podcast.
are back. It is the Mark Harvard Podcast. Thanking our sponsors, All Things New Counseling Services. They're at allthingsnewcounselingservices.com. Charmin and the rest of the gang do a fantastic job. And man, with the world as weird and as draining as it is right now, you need somebody to talk to. It's a, it's, it's a sign of good mental health. When you have somebody to talk to and they are there for you, whether you're in Tuscaloosa where their offices are or if you're around the world, they do telehealth. They uh, they can do this wherever you are, wherever you're going to. They can they can be there for you. So I thoroughly recommend all things new counseling services. They are Christian counselors and they are ready to talk, ready to listen to you. Uh, go ahead and, and let them know, by the way, that you heard about them right here on the Mark Harvard Podcast at allthingsnewcounselingservices.com. One thing they can't fix is hearing loss. Yeah, one of my rock and roll heroes is Dave Grohl. This guy has reinvented himself over and over again, and every time he just comes out being more of just pure rock and roll from from falling off stage in the middle of a concert, breaking his leg, and finishing the concert and the tour to just being awesome. Uh, Dave Grohl, he spent 30 years rocking out on stage every single night, but he spent the last 20 years paying that price. He was on the Howard Stern Show last week, and he let everybody know that he has hearing damage in both ears, and he's relied on reading lips for nearly half his life. He said, I haven't had them tested in a long time. I mean, I know what they're going to say. They're going to say you have hearing damage to, uh, you have, uh, in your left ear more so than your right ear. He, he explained that he can it can be extremely hard to hear people in public settings. And the pandemic has made conversations more difficult as people's masks cover their mouths, which means he can't rely on the lip reading he's been doing. See, So he said, if you're sitting next to me right here at dinner, I would not understand a word you were saying to me. There's no way. In a crowded restaurant, that's worse. That's the worst thing about this pandemic is that I've been reading lips for like 20 years. So when someone comes up to me and they're like, I'm like, I'm a rock musician and I'm deaf. I can't I can't hear what you're saying. So it's it. The the flavor of 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 um of hearing loss he has is tinnitus and it's a ringing in the ear that can develop over time, and then it's when ongoing pressure to noise damages the little tiny sensory hair cells in the inner ear that transmit sound to the brain, and like fifty million people have this. It's it's pretty common actually. So Grohl is not the first musician to have this. Uh, like I said, like I mentioned before the break, Pete Townsend. Uh, Neil Young, Eric Clapton, and a lot, a lot of them now perform with in-ear monitors that, that while performing to protect their ears, Grohl chooses to go without him, saying it removes him from the, nat- the natural, you know, atmospheric sound. He says, I want to hear the audience. And, you know, I want to be able to hear, you know, Pat and Taylor, his bandmates. I want to go over here and hear Chris and stuff like that. He said, just messes with your spatial understanding of where you are on the stage. All that to be, to be, to be said... I mean, more and more of our of our heroes, you know, have this thing. And, and you know, after years in radio, wearing headphones all the time, I ha- I know for a fact I have some hearing loss. Uh, it's not to that extent, but I have a hard time picking out someone's voice if I'm in a crowded room. Um, I have a hard time distinguishing. You know, there, if there's too much, too many other noises around me, I have a hard time focusing in on one person's one person's voice or something like that. So yeah, I get it, I get it, and it's it's hard to hear, but man. If he's making great music like this and can't hear, it, it's like Beethoven. I mean, imagine if he could hear. Good grief. <laughs> it's just another 
example of Dave Grohl working wounded and still showing us all up. That's all it really is. So <laughs> there you go. Um, the only thing out there probably tougher than, than Dave Grohl is Hank the Tank. And we're going to close with this. He's a 500-pound black bear burglar. And he's escaped, he has escaped death thanks to DNA evidence. Now, there's, you know, there's a story here, obviously. Hank the Tank has taken over Northern California and the Internet. I'm looking at a picture of him. This, this bear is gigantic. It looks like a Photoshop job, but it's real. Uh, near Lake Tahoe is where this bear can be found. Became an online celebrity following news of him busting through doors and evading traps set by the California police. Officials set up a bunch of traps that proved to be no match for Hank. Despite intense hazing and other mitigation efforts, Hank could push his way through deadbolted doors with ease and make himself at home in a stranger's living room. The local police department has received more than 150 complaints about Hank in the last seven months. He was reported to be behind extensive property damage in 33 cases because, you know, he's busting into homes and making himself at home. So the damage to homes can be rough, you know, financially and emotionally because, hey, a bear was here. And I bet you that bear doesn't clean up after himself. One homeowner said Hank caused roughly $6,000 worth of damage. Another property owner said that the house uh, suffered damage reported that Hank visited their house one on two separate occasions back in November. They said he came twice and destroyed our garage door and broke into our freezer, which only had ice in it. It was brand new. The first day our garage was broken into, and my husband and I were cleaning up the pieces. He aggressively chased us into our house. Hank was not done with that ice, I guess. Must have been the good ice, the pellet stuff. Anyway, so they say it's becoming a common problem for them, according to officials. Most most bears wander back into the wilderness on their own. If one does stay for long, they can either be rehomed. And Hank was likely to face the threat of being euthanized. However... Local animal rights activists defended the big bear, saying he deserved to be protected. And their efforts installing were able to save Hank's life. Officials from the California Department of Fish and Wildlife said that DNA samples collected from the properties showed at least two other large black bears had broken into some of the homes. So it wasn't all on Frank. As a result, he will not be euthanized or relocated to a sanctuary, but officials are still trying to determine what can be done about this guy because he is gigantic. And, you know, they have home video. He did do some of this. He didn't break into all the houses, but he broke into some of them. So what do you do? I, you know, I'm over here in, in Alabama. We don't have really a lot of that to deal with. The only thing I have to deal with is spring's coming, so snakes are out. But even at that, I, you know, what am I saying? I'd rather have a bear than a snake. That That's, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that does it for us. Don't forget to go check out our friends, Birmingham Christian Family Magazine. Uh, you can find them on the web, and you can find uh, print copies all over the place. Um, Janice Rogers is on the cover this month, so you go check that out read all about her amazing story. And, uh, yeah, go check that out. Also, go by and uh, go see our friends Excalibur Service Company, our friends All Things New Counseling Services. Thanks to all their support. And thank you. We've got cool stuff coming up. We have uh, Internet celebrity Brent Blanks is going to be on the show March 14th. And musician, former, uh, formerly of Telluride, Kevin Derryberry is going to be on the show April the 4th. And he's going to be sharing his story and how he is continuing with ministry. And he's just an overwhelmingly cool guy. So that's coming up in the next few weeks. Stick around for that. I 
We'll see you guys later. It's the Mark Harvard Podcast, and I'm out. The Mark Harvard Podcast.